Maestrosheni Perik Base Mishnah Base two two. In the previous Mishnah, we said that there are three legitimate uses for Maestrosheni foodstuffs: eating, drinking, and anointing, applying oil to one's skin. Because the Chazal had a drasha that sicha kashtia, that anointing is like drinking. Here, Rabbi Shimon is going to disagree with that, and he's going to say that one is not allowed to anoint Maestrosheni oil on one's person, even in Yerushalayim. The Mishnah says. Rabbi Shimon Omer, Ein Sachin Shemen, Shal Meister Shani Yerushalayim. You may not anoint yourself with Meister Shani oils, even in Yerushalayim. The Chacham Matirin. But the Chacham disagree and they say, yes, you could. That was the sheet of the previous Mishnah. Now, clearly it would seem that Rabbi Shimon is rejecting the Limud based on the Pasuk and Dehelim, which I said before. But the rabbis here will try to impress upon Rabbi Shimon that they're right by virtue of a kol v'chomer. Kol v'chomer, one of the one of the 13 ways in which the Torah is expounded, is not strictly logical, but it, it's a it's a convention, I'll call it, as I said in previous Mishnahis, when I described the kol v'chomer. And it works on a very simple um, set of rules, which is, if everything we know about a certain category is strict, so then, relative to another category, so then, if a stricture applies to the less strict category, then it also should apply to the more strict category. You've seen this before, so I'm kind of wasting my words, but what I want to get to is this important point. That logic, that if something is stricter, in our case, we're going to compare truma to Meiser Shani. So truma is more strict, more chamur, than Meiser Shani, because truma is forbidden to non-Kohanim, and actually carries with it the, the penalty of Misa B'day Shemaim, premature death, at the hands of heaven. And therefore, you see that truma is more strict. So if we're going to say that there's a leniency, excuse me, a stricture that applies to Meister Shani, it should for sure apply to truma. And similarly, if there's a leniency when it comes to truma, it should for sure apply to the less strict Meister Shani. That's how Kolvachomer works. Now, a Kolvachomer can always be rejected if one finds an instance where the thing which was purportedly always more strict is actually sometimes lenient. If that's true, so then you can't just blindly assume that every other time you can learn across. So, for example, if the argument is we're lenient by truma for sure, we should lean on Meister Shani, because truma is more strict than Meister Shani, that only follows as a kol v'chomer if it's indeed true that truma is always more strict. But if we find a case where truma is less strict than Meister Shani, so then who's to say that one can learn from truma to Meister Shani regarding, in this case, the applying the permissibility of applying oils for anointing. So that's the setup over here. The Chum will bring a Kol v'chomer to play, and then Rabbi Shimon will reject the Kol v'chomer, saying it's not strictly true that Truma is always more strict than Meister Shani. So here we see it inside. The uh, the contents of this mission actually kind of drag out over two more Mishnayas, as we'll see in a minute, but here we go. It starts out by saying, sorry, the Chachamim Matir, and the Chum say yes, you are allowed to anoint Meister Shani oil in your person. Amr Lola Rabbi Shimon. They said to Rabbi Shimon, Im Hekel, if one is lenient, meaning that if the Torah is lenient regarding Sicha, anointing one's person, Betruma, with respect to the Allahs of Truma, because one is, it's confirmed, everyone agrees, even Rabbi Shimon agrees, that a Kohen may apply Truma oil to his body. That's a permitted use of Truma. And yet, Truma is chamura. Truma is more strict than Meister Shani. 
because when it comes to truma, as we said, there's a prohibition against non-kohanim consuming it. The penalty. So, lo nekel, should we not be lenient when it comes to the application of oil as sicha, anointing oneself, but ma'aser sheni, regarding ma'aser sheni, hakal, given that ma'aser sheni is lenient. That's the logic of good old-fashioned kol straightforward. However, Rabbi Shimon is going to disagree and reject that kol because he says there is an instance, in fact, he'll suggest two instances, which are perhaps guided by the same principle, where ma'aser sheni is the more strict and truma is the lenient. And here he says, Amar, Rabbi Shimon says lahem to the Chachamim. Ma, that which you just said, lo, is not in fact the case. I reject what you're saying. I reject the Kol Vuchomer. Why? Im Hekel, if you're going to be lenient regarding anointing, but Truma, which I agree is true, and Truma is Chamura, so Makam Shehekel Bekarshinim Uvatilton, don't forget that Truma also has a leniency. The laws of Truma are lenient regarding Karshinim. Karshinim is bitter vetch, and Tilton is fenugreek. Now, the cases of where Tilton and Karshinim are more lenient regarding Truma than with Meister Shani, that we will see in the next two Mishnayas. Mishnah Gimel will talk about Tilton, fenugreek, and Mishnah Dal will talk about Karshinim, bitter vetch. So we'll explain that in a moment. But the point is, given that there is certain leniencies that are applicable to Karshinin and Tiltan with regarding Truma, so then Nekel Gam Tujubi also lenient, but Master Shani regarding Master Shani, Hakal, that you're claiming is more lenient, and you suggest that you should therefore allow anointing by Master Shani, Makam Shulaheka, but Karshinin with a Tiltan, when in fact there's certain strictures regarding Master Shani, if the Master Shani foodstuff is Karshinin, Bitter Vetch, and Tiltan, Fenugreek. So in other words, again, I'm just repeating myself to be honest, is since there are certain strictures regarding fenugreek and bitter vetch that apply, yes, to Meister Shani and not to Truma, it seems that Truma isn't always more strict than Meister Shani. And that being the case, you can't have a global homer, says Rabbi Shimon, learning from f- f- Truma to Meister Shani, saying just as Truma is permitted to be one that can anoint with the oil of Truma, so too one should be able to permit be permitted to anoint with the oil of Meister Shani. That's the end of this Mishnah. The Chachamim aren't going to be stymied, even though the Kol is rejected and Rabbi Shimon can hold his ground. The Chachamim don't need that Kol of course, because they relied on the Lima from the Pasuk, back in Telem, that Sicha Kashtia. Um, and therefore, when the dust settles, they will not see eye to eye, and neither will convince the other. And Rabbi Shimon states his position, but the Allah, of course, follows the Chachamim, that one may indeed anoint his body with oil of Meister Shani. Now the next two Mishnayas discuss exactly where Tiltan and Karshinim are in fact lenient when it comes to Truma.